Welcome to Wednesday at 9 p.m. Season 1, Episode 3. Coming up, we hear of the spooky happenings in Vale Cemetery, how being swarmed by bees is an omen of death, and why you should play Pokemon Go in your local cemetery. So, tonight, guys, we are going to be talking about not a local cemetery, but a cemetery that is relatively nearby in Schenectady, New York. So that's a little bit west of here, probably like 25, 30-ish minutes, mm-hmm. but depending on how fast you're going. If you want to break traffic laws, it's totally fine. Um, <laughs> For legal but, reasons, do not break traffic laws. <laughs> as is our fashion, we will go over a little bit of the history of the location, and then get into the stories surrounding the cemetery. So the cemetery in question is called Vale Cemetery, and it opened in Schenectady, New York, in October of 1857 on the 21st. So pretty close to Halloween, actually, you know. I don't know Hmm. how much back then Halloween was celebrated. I don't think a lot. That's a good question, actually, right? Didn't it get... Brought over by like the it's probably Irish frowned upon. or something. Yeah, it's probably frowned upon by the, uh, you know, Protestants. Uh, probably. It's like, you know, being like satanic, you know? Yeah, I'd believe that. It covers over 100 acres. So that that's a pretty substantial cemetery. How big was the cemetery we went to in uh, Sleepy Hollow? Okay, so Sleepy Hollow Cemetery, founded 1849, is 90 acres. So, so pretty uh, pretty comparable yeah, so this, on both uh, yeah, both things, right? This okay. is even bigger than that. And that was a huge cemetery that we went to. Yeah. Yeah. Another notable thing about the cemetery, also back in the 1800s, was at the time, the president of Union College, RPI's long-term rival in hockey, um, mm. Dr. Knott, I, I don't want to botch their first name, so I will just refer to them as Dr. Knott. Now, come on. What is it? Try it. Eliphalet? <laughs> E-L-E-L-E-L-E-L-E. Oh, sorry. E-L-I-P-H-A-L-E-T. Wow. That's interesting. Uh, Eliphalet? I don't know. Uh, anyway. Dr. Knott donated an avenue from what was called Knott Terrace to go into the cemetery as like just another way to get in. There are uh, a lot of... I wouldn't say a lot of main streets right now, but there are streets that there are different entrances at because it is just such a large uh, area of mm-hmm. land. And just some fun facts about it. The first burial there was actually of a four-year-old named Noah Vibbard von Vorst. So that's... That's so fun. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. A four-year-old. <laughs> Back then, four, it's pretty good, actually. <laughs> good for him. <laughs> Yeah, the long life. Yeah. Happy life. And then the oldest married too. The oldest burial is that of Elias Van Geisling, who died in sixteen ninety five. So I know this kind of predates the cemetery, but the remains of Elias were relocated from the family plot when mm. uh actually General Electric enlarged their uh site, so his remains had to get moved. So, Wait, a company can do that? Yeah, I I don't know how that works because it was 
the family plot was on wow. Vance Flick Island. I'm not entirely sure where that is relative to Schenectady. I didn't know there were islands in Schenectady. Interesting. Um, or if that's just a name, but yeah. And then the oldest grave marker there is that of a Jan Maybe. Maybe what? Mm. I don't know. <laughs> maybe. <they laughs> All right, that's Sorry. it for the episode. <laughs> Nick <laughs> is stumped. <laughs> I, I don't know. But they died in 1725. So again, this kind of there were two wow. two scenarios that the uh, just people buried there predate the actual like opening of the cemetery, which I thought was pretty interesting. Hmm. Um, there are a few notable sections that I want to talk about in the cemetery. One, there is a veteran section which has. Uh, the graves of veterans from the Civil to Spanish-American War. There is mm. uh, the First Reformed Church. And the graves there also predate Vale Cemetery. And they were moved over from smaller cemeteries that were throughout the stockade, which is like uh, a region or like an, an area that, where people live in, in Schenectady. Gotcha. And also, of course, the president of Union College donated an avenue into there. There's also the Union College plot area that holds presidents and uh, other various Union College uh, workers and faculty. Also their family, like children or wives. That's kind of weird. Would you guys get buried in like an RPI plot? Absolutely no. not. <laughs> Would you? Julian Jackson plot. <laughs> well, that, <laughs> like a tombstone. Like... <laughs> that would imply that we either have worked for RPI yeah. or were married to someone who did, potentially. Well, oh, we've worked for RPI. I mean, <laughs> technically, we have, but. Fair enough. Um, And then one last thing before we get into the stories. So, sh shorter end here on the context. There are some notable structures that I think may, may come up in the stories i'm not sure if they're the same but there's a, a christian temple and a german methodist episcopal church so interesting th those two and the first reformed church i think are things that may come up it's never said in any of the stories which church it is but we'll get into that so now that all the boring stuff is out of the way Let's get into the stories and just I'll give you a brief overview on some of the uh, happenings that are reported to <laughs> occur inside the gates of Vale Cemetery. So, for one, at night, people have reported the statues crying or bleeding from <laughs> their eyes or the tops of their what? or the tops of their heads. Isn't that a bleeding from? Wasn't that a thing with like the statue of the Virgin Mary or something was bleeding from her eyes or that, am that, I imagining something? Something like that sounds familiar. In like some, I feel like there was a there very are, prominent statue that did that. Yes, there are statues that there's like different accounts. Like some of them, the claims are that the material the statue's made out of is porous and at times and they're like the right atmospheric conditions will leak. And so it will look like the statue is crying. Um, but I don't know if that, I don't think that's been used to, you know, quote unquote, debunk all the accounts. 
but yeah there often there are like religious statues that will show some form of a tear i think the one with mary was like that it was crying like a like milk or something oh like a, yeah that, a milk that, that does kind of sound familiar like not just water i oh, will God. also note mo- i believe most of the statues that are reported to do this are the angel statues so that goes into that old urban legend of like the weeping angel yeah um that's creepy yeah so also the bleeding from the tops of their heads that i've never heard before what do you think that is? That's I, yeah, I've never heard that too. And I none of the stories that I found ever talked about that, so I don't know where those accounts came from. But that is something I've never heard of. I've heard of the weeping angel bleeding from the eyes sort of idea, but never from the tops of their heads. Uh, is this something that people have reported seeing, or is it just like left over? Like the next day, there's like red marks on the top. Well, in some of the stories we'll get into, people say they had they did see liquid coming from the eyes of the statues but again no no stories that i found um about bleeding from the tops of heads or any liquid coming from the tops of heads of the statues gotcha um i wonder do you think the bleeding from the tops of this this might be a reach i'm gonna say that but bleeding from the tops of heads in the cemetery with like christian stuff right you're saying like a crown of thorns idea yeah, that brings to mind the image of the crown of thorns placed on Jesus' head. Perhaps. Bleeding from the head, you know? Like by you know, I don't know if that if that description bleeding from the head, does that mean like, you know, a ring around the head? Or just like a point on the head? Yeah. So not sure. Either way, very weird. Very creepy. I know. I saw that. I was like, oh. Um But anyway, there's also reports of apparitions wandering the grounds. Some even sitting up in the trees which I thought was peculiar. Uh, Reports of strange lights, of course, and uh, the sound of singing within the old church. Now, like I said, there are a couple stories here of people talking about the old church. It doesn't, I don't know what church on the grounds they are talking about. Well, there's the First Reformed Church section, and then there's also the Christian mm-hmm. temple and then the German church. So I don't know which one it is. Interesting. But the fact that the First Reformed Church has graves that predate Vale and those graves were moved over from the smaller cemeteries, my initial thought is it's that um, section is what they're talking yeah. about. Yeah. Interesting. But that's just a broad overview of some reports that happened. Now we're going to get into people's accounts of things that have happened to them while they're there. So we'll start off with, there was a a girl and her friends were just like walking through the grounds of the cemetery. Cause I mean, it's right in the middle of Schenectady and it covers a lot of areas. So it makes sense that people just, you know, walk through and they each saw headstones with their last names on them. So you could you could be thinking oh common last name and whatnot, but the na- yeah. the narrator who's uh, telling the story says her last name is uncommon. She doesn't provide what it is, but mm-hmm. she there's she also has no knowledge of any relatives being buried in that cemetery. And then when they went to 
go back and look for those headstones, they couldn't find them anymore. Yeah. You could chalk that up to, you know, the last name. It could have just been someone with their last name. My last name is fairly uncommon, I would say, and I know people that I'm not related with with the last name. And then not finding the headstones, you could be like, oh, they just looked in the wrong place. But I feel like when you see something that strange, like, oh, those headstones have the last name of my family on it, and no one in my family is buried here, you'd probably remember where those were. Yeah, yeah. I think just seeing your name on a gravestone is weird. Yeah, it's some, my, some Ebenezer Scrooge stuff, too. <laughs> yeah, right? Oh, that, that, yeah, that's exactly like what I was envisioning when you're describing the cemetery. But yeah. my grandpa has the same exact name as me. It's like whenever we visit the cemetery, it's like very jarring right yeah to see my exact name it's like uh so i could just imagine like yeah even just the last name you know my name is not common either um so yeah that'd be pretty creepy i would i would definitely take note of where that was and you know try to find out and ask ask around yeah for sure the family so quick clarification yeah were these you said it was like a group of like three people yeah it was a girl it was a girl and a couple of her friends okay are, were these tombstones that they saw or uh, whatever you call them? I forget. Headstones. Headstones. Um, were they all next to each other or were they just like, oh, it, there's mine and then there's mine and then. Like, did not say it just said that they saw headstones with each of their last names on them. So the friends gotcha. included. Gotcha. I just wasn't sure if it, like if they were all right next to that each would, other. That, that would, be, would be something. That would be something. But it did not say. Okay. Um, there was also an instance, um, another person went, uh, strolling through the cemetery with their sister and her sister's now ex-boyfriend. Um, they described that they were messing around at night, of course, near quote, hell's gates. And I tried to look up, I tried to look up hell's gates and Vale cemetery and nothing came up. But what I do know in uh, looking at other cemeteries, there is a cemetery in Brunswick, New York. I believe it's called Forest Park Cemetery. And there are stories there. And that cemetery is believed to be a, quote, gate to hell. But I haven't seen anywhere online of any connections with Vale Cemetery and Hell's Gates. Or if that's just a term... That's that people throw around in a specific section of the cemetery. Yeah, like just what do you, what do you call people from Schenectady? Schenectadians? I don't know. Schenectadies? I was going to say something, but I didn't. You're welcome, Frank. <laughs> Less editing for you. Oh. I thought it too. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway. <laughs> um, um in any case. So <laughs> Yeah, so so you're saying it might be like local people just know, oh yeah, that that area of the cemetery is Hell's Gates. Yeah, or or it, yeah, or it is that gate to you know gates of hell idea. Unsure right now. Yeah, but that's weird. Yeah. Um, the narrator in it, uh says that their sister and them were sitting in a quote witch's circle. So again, I tried to look up what a what there was a lot of weird terms that got thrown around. And I tried to just look up like a witch's circle and I, th- mm-hmm. I don't know if it's that, you know, like fairy circle kind of ring of mushrooms idea, or if it's just like some 
circle that, you know, Wiccans or pagans might use for... Like they draw it in the ground yeah, or something? like circle magic and ritual magic of all that kind of thing, stuff. In any, any case, they were sitting in one, whatever that may mean. Again, could just be like a weird part of the cemetery that's like slang. Don't know. But the narrator describes seeing a figure of her, of the boyfriend standing near them, not directly next to them, but somewhere near them. And she kind of got freaked out because she asked her sister if she saw her boyfriend and her sister said no. So she thought maybe she was playing a prank on him, on them rather. Um, apparently, <laughs> this boyfriend was into Satanism. Lovely. So, so it could have been him just playing a prank, but also it's just like, you just see a random figure standing there and no one else is seeing and your sister doesn't see it. And then the boyfriend is into Satanism. Just bringing a lot of weird stuff with you. I wonder what the narrator's into too, talking about like Hell's Gates and Witch's Circle. And, yeah. I, you know, yeah, that story was more of just the kind of weird terms they were using. There was no, I mean, they saw a figure. It could have actually just been the boyfriend, but it was just those, those terms were just kind of strange. I feel like this people like... shouldn't travel as threes into graveyards, apparently. That's probably also <laughs> good. There is a story of this woman named Debbie who lived on a street just near the cemetery. Again, not very hard to do because it's so big. And to get home, she would cut through the cemetery just because it was faster to get home that way. And in the winter, she would play sports. And then one night, when it got dark, and if it's winter time, this would probably be at like five, four thirty in the afternoon. Yeah. Um, she cut through the cemetery against her own judgment because again, it's night, it's dark. Yeah, and she would go through this hole in the fence, like to get uh back home, I guess, and halfway through her trip to getting back to that hole in the fence what started out as calm wind according to her began howling and she started seeing shadows oh. dance around her as if she was being pre prevented from leaving and okay. okay according to her she began praying but eventually got and eventually got out of the cemetery through the hole and at night, she would see a woman with a flowing white long gown out in the cemetery. And one night, she actually made con eye contact with the woman and then immediately ducked back, you know, under their window and barely slept for a few days, as I'm sure all of us would if we made eye contact with a woman in white. What you said, window? So, yes. In that particular thing, she's at home, like seeing this through a, a home a home window, yes. like a bedroom window, or I don't. It, she oh. didn't say like what room, but just at yeah. home. Do you guys ever think about that? Like, I'm I'm gonna admit I listen to spooky podcasts all the time, like getting ready for bed. My room gets pretty dark. I have one little window. I got a big bed, and I'm a big boy, but I still get scared that if I turn around, 
you know, I'm just going to like see like a guy in the corner, you know, especially when I'm like listening to those stories. It's fine. Just at the same time, just get under the covers. They can't hurt you. I mean, he does have a point. No, the scariest thing in your room would be setting your mirror at the foot of your bed and then waking up and seeing yourself already sitting up in bed. What? What? So don't, that, so yeah. don't do that. Do, don't people get scared if they like wake up in front of a mirror or something? I mean, is that like a prank people do? I just like put a mirror in front of someone and wake them up. I wouldn't up. like that. Let's try it on Aaron tonight, Nick. <laughs> okay. I mean, <laughs> by all means, go for it. But yeah, that's that's creepy. But getting back to Debbie, because she has more. Uh, her aunt lived on the back side of the cemetery. And from her aunt's yard, her and her friends would see cloaked, hooded figures walking and just doing things in the cemetery. So I think you can kind of guess where this is going. Is there a cult? Mm. Mm. Very perceptive, Aaron. <laughs> What's his perception level? Like two. <laughs> it's pretty but, good. And out of one, actually. 200%. Whoa. Um, but one of the times she was dared to sneak up on them. <laughs> and ended up what by who her friends or no her cousins actually sorry and she ended up getting chased and then when she got to the fence to try and get out they grabbed her leg and she barely made it over the fence while on the other side her cousins are just yelling at at them and apparently yeah it was a, gr- oh it was a group of devil worshippers when does that like a like a general date or year story, or decade? I believe like all these stories are within like the last decade, but her, I have no idea how old this person is or when this happened. But yeah, all the, so they were reported. Yeah, they were re- within the last decade. But, within the yeah. last decade. Also, so, oh what? What's go up ahead? Here? Oh, I was just gonna say, why are all these cultists or? Because this doesn't seem like the only instance of people worshipping things they probably shouldn't be worshipping. Uh, so why do you think they're attracted to this area? I mean, there's a lot of, when you hear of like cults and all, you know devil worshippers and all these things, they do, you know, all these sacrifices and things like that. And if they're worshipping the devil, then there's demons involved and... You know, the classic notion that a cemetery is full of all kinds of spirits. It just seems like the perfect place to be doing all that kind of evil stuff. Speaking of evil stuff, we can hear the uh, Troy Police Department driving around in in our microphones. Yeah, I heard a very loud bang, and now sirens are going, so... It's probably the cult coming from Schenectady to come shut down this episode. Probably. Hey, at least it's not rain. Oh, yeah. The last two times. Also, yeah, the last two episodes, by the way, it was windy and raining both times we've recorded. There's still time. True. Well, I don't know. Would you rather have a cult and try and infiltrate our apartment or a storm? I have two Nerf guns, so I'm packing. We're good. So we I'd also like to got, see them try. We also got the walkies for tactical. Uh, <laughs> True. We do have walkie talkies. What else? What else have we got? Very strong doors. Very strong mm-hmm. doors. Yep. Very. Um, but let's finish up with Debbie here because there's a little bit more. Oh my gosh! And again, 
Um, so she mentions again this old part of the cemetery. So again, what is the old part? People talking about the old church, the old part. Mm-hmm. Where I don't know what that means in terms of where in the cemetery, because no one's very, you know, distinct. But anyway, apparently they had there were these gargoyle statues there that had red eyes. Oh. What, so what is with gargoyles first like to why are they in cemeteries i don't know to ward off the evil spirits maybe perhaps oh but in this last instance um debbie was there with a friend of hers and her friend's boyfriend and they Reese. would yeah, there might have been someone else. I just can't remember. We're going with the three. Works for me. Um, they w- they saw orbs, <laughs> but again, you know how much I love orbs. Um, shadows, and most interestingly, and Frank, you'll like this: a man in a cloak, who was described as mm. not human. He t- oh, he turned he turned towards them. And had red, again, red glowing eyes. Okay. And apparent, what? apparently the boyfriend that was there of Debbie's friend wanted to chase after the man in the cloak. But That sounds like a great idea. Mm, but the narrator and, or Debbie rather, and her friend ended up losing him because they turned and ran. So they don't know where the boyfriend went. A little bit later, they heard screaming, and the boyfriend comes back <laughs> covered in bees. <laughs> that is not what I was expecting you to say. <laughs> right. Covered in bees? bees. I, it, she didn't say what time of day this happened, but I'm assuming night if there's red glowing eyes. Okay. No, no. That, that was all that was said? Yes. Like, what does that mean? Like, like bees are covered in attached to like, like bees are like swarming him. Uh, I mean, or fa- like his skin is covered in. Bees. I think the implication that he's screaming and he comes back running, covered in bees, is they're swarming him as he's running. Yeah, but that's he all. Probably he probably stepped on a nest on the ground and, you know, got him riled up and made some new friends. Aaron, <laughs> yeah, Frank. <laughs> it doesn't end there, though. Yeah, maybe for this for this boyfriend. <laughs> Apparently, he moved, and a f- few months later, died while riding his bike. <laughs> Do you think that's related? To the bees? I'm not. I'm not saying it is or isn't, but. <laughs> After after he chased after this red glowing eyed non human man in a cloak, everything went downhill. Mm-hmm. Um, Except his bike. So that's Debbie. There's a lesson there. And now, now let's talk about this couple, the narrator and their ex at the time, or not at the time, their boyfriend at the time, not now ex. Um, mm-hmm. Would always eat at this Chinese place that was next to uh, Vale Cemetery, and this one actually does give me time of day. And they were walking through on one of the paths on a sunny afternoon. So this is daytime now. And 
up on the path, they saw a young couple holding hands. You know, classic. Go through, you know. How sweet. A nice walk through the cemetery. <laughs> um, but according to the narrator, the couple was not fully there. And what I mean by that is they, mm. they looked like it was just like part of them. And as soon as the couple reached the top of this little rise in the path that this not fully there couple was at, they just vanished. And then... That's interesting. The couple heard giggling, like playful giggling, and they just booked it and ran out of the cemetery. And so they were sitting at a picnic table just trying to comprehend what just happened. And while they're sitting there, a police car comes barreling through the entrance of the cemetery to the path and then disappears. What? And the, the what? path meaning like the walking path. Like disappears from sight, like goes out of sight? They just said disappeared. Like into thin air? They do not elaborate. Wow. I'm more concerned See, with a police car barreling through the entrance of a cemetery onto a walking path. Like it's a very it's very narrow. I feel like I'm a bit more concerned with it disappearing because, you know, you, you could have <laughs> some crazy drivers, but generally you don't just disappear. That's fair. Like, but, did they? You know, I know again, you said they didn't elaborate, but like, did it like leave? Like tire marks and stuff, or is it just they saw what they thought was a police car and all of a sudden it just was gone? Couldn't tell you. Yeah, it's probably like a swarm of bees. Probably like a swarm they, of bees. Uh, you know, they thought it was a ghost car. <laughs> all it, you know, that's that's interesting, Nick. Yeah, because, I mean, did it disappear just like over the path and they just couldn't see it, or did it just vanish like the couple did, like the other couple did? I don't know. Well, for the couple too, like the couple that was partly there, that's all the detail it gave because mm -hmm. I've heard a lot of ghost stories where people see apparitions that, like you said, are partial. Yes. But it's, it's, uh, instead of being, you know, semi transparent, it's just stuff like below the knees, there's nothing. Yeah. Or like it's just, or above the waist, there's yeah, nothing. It's just, it's just legs. legs. Yep. So I wonder if like that's what that, if that's what they saw, like, you know, three fourths of the of of each uh, apparition, but there was like no bottom, or you know, that that would be weird, like seeing something without mm -hmm. feet or without legs or or without a head. Oh, for sure, you just know. hold like two holding hands in a cemetery as well, and then hearing giggling, pretty spooky. And was it was the couple ghost? Like, was the apparition? mocking or and mimicking the narrator and their partner well they you know they I mean? saw them like on the top of a small rise in the path so i don't know if they just were there to mimic them or they were already there yeah 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 they happen to to be seen by the narrator yeah. Yeah, that's interesting like you know is that the form of the ghost is it is it a couple that that tragically died and were buried there and uh, roamed the cemetery, or or is it you know something that's more like uh, more, more has more of like a trickster yeah. element? 
that sees a couple walking through and is like, hey, let, let's let's take the form of a couple and spook them by disappearing and then laugh at them. I think you know with Vale, um, with a lot of these stories, again, these are all like anecdotal. I feel like a <clears throat> a lot would come from actually again this one. This is more out of the realm of possibility since we're all probably leaving soon, but or like New York at least. Like actually, we should die and be buried. No, um, actually, like interviewing some of the people that live near Vale, rather that be right, like a street right off of the that or that like leads in, or just people like near that area because it's a hundred acres. Again, that's a that's a pretty substantial area in a, in a city. Yeah. So, I mean, I let's go there. We could. We certainly At night. could. And chase down people with red eyes. <laughs> and <then> get <laughs> with hoods. swarmed by bees. Um, I also have this funny story of a skeptical guy who rides his bike through Vale. He said uh, he rides his bike nighttime, daytime, doesn't matter. And the scariest thing he's seen there was a homeless woman taking a crap in the weeds. <laughs> so I thought I'd add that in there too. A ghost so. crap? <laughs> yeah, what do you think that is, Nick? Like, can you explain what your opinion on that matter is? I think that was indeed a homeless woman. <laughs> you don't think it was a ghost or a swarm of bees pretending to be a homeless oh, woman? Oh my god. That crap would disappear. That'd be horrifying <laughs> if it was bees that like morph that like went into the shape of a human. That's like the fish in finding Nemo. But it's bees. True. Anyway, I just added that in there because I, I thought imagine. it was funny. So that's it's like a snarky guy being like, <laughs> "Yeah, all these people seeing ghosts. I've just seen homeless people yeah, taking craps." Exactly. Wow. As if that disproves anyone else's experiences. Precisely. It doesn't you know? necessarily. Again, people could be experiencing that's a manner funny. of things. It might not be supernatural, but it might be, and we'll never really know. Well, it seems yeah. too like the people that did experience things were at least for most of them were already open to the idea of the supernatural yeah there is or, the idea that if you're not open and you don't believe you're much less likely to experience something and even if you did you you'll pro- you'll probably explain it away with something yeah. that's less rational than saying oh it was probably like a ghost there there yeah that happens but what are you gonna do? I I know my uncle Joe has stories that yeah my aunt Susan has experience with him, and she like literally just brushes it off and it's like nah nah didn't that, that didn't happen yeah and he's like oh but it did <laughs> so yeah I mean little uncle Joe I'm out imagine yeah imagine all the things that like happened to just that one person that's like nah there's a reason for mm-hmm. that. It's regularized. It's uh, it's a reflection, you know. Yeah. So now we're gonna get into a story about vanishing pictures. So this one, I don't know what to think of this one, and I I might be more on the skeptical side for this because it involves like technology. But we know that you know there can be some instances where maybe your technology doesn't work as you want it to when you're trying to get evidence or proof of something unknowingly or not isn't that true mm. so this individual was just taking pictures of the statues in the cemetery 
because they wanted to log the locations and times of these pictures and eventually create a database that people can use for research. Very nice idea. And while they were going through their memory card, any image that had a statue from Vale Cemetery was just gone. This was after the fact. Yes, when they were going through their memory card. This was a new camera that they said they had for less than six months. They did not, or it, the camera did not leave their possession at any point, aside from probably, you know, if they're driving home, they probably put it in the case and whatever. And um, they only delete, according to them at least, they only delete pictures at their home computer, but they were going through the memory card before then. So there were still pictures of there were still pictures on it that weren't of the cemetery. Yes, oh, specifically the statues was what was deleted. Oh, so there were pictures of other things in the cemetery, but not yeah, any statues. any image with a wow. statue from Vale was just gone. Now that the statues that bleed and <laughs> cry and all that. Now that also you this one you could just chalk up to it being so, like some weird thing that happened with the camera and they press something they didn't mean to yeah but every time they take a picture of the statue like no other images were tampered with or like uh, messed according, up according to them no just everything that had a statue in the image or like that would have had a statue in the image was gone chat gpt <laughs> something wow GPT. you know that that makes me think of um you know, the stories of people seeing strange things, whether it be ghosts or even, you know, cryptids, UFOs, whipping out their camera, and of course, it's dead or it's suddenly drained when it, to like 0% yeah, when it was, battery. When it was at 100% all or something. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's 100%. They see something weird. They take it out. It doesn't turn on. Um, that comes up a lot in stories. Skeptics always go, you're just, you know, you're just coming up with an excuse for not being able to get pictures, right? It doesn't exist. Yep. You couldn't get a picture. Skill issue. Now you're coming up with that story. Yep. Yeah, skill issue, basically. But <laughs> I wonder, like, you know, is, is that maybe that sort of thing is uh is sort of related to this, where uh in places where there there's some strange energy, it messes with electronics. Yeah, for sure. The ether. That's like really localized, right? That's like, that's weird. Yeah. That's just very specific pictures too. That's mm -hmm. really weird. So yeah, that was, that was an interesting one. Now we're going to get into the last few here that are, I think a bit more um, disturbing, or at least these experiences seem very intense. Viewer's discretion is advised. <laughs> so this group of friends, they were walking through the cemetery late one night, and they gave us a time. 1.45 in the morning, about, is what they said. <laughs> Interesting. And they were walking through just to cut to the bike path, but as they were doing that, they felt like they were being watched. Classic, you know, nighttime haunted place scenario. Of course. So because they picked up their pace because they were getting kind of freaked out and 10 minutes later, 
they saw a black figure standing next to a statue of an angel. Uh-oh. Upon seeing that, they tried to just speed walk home, but kind of caught in the confusion of everything. Again, they ended up standing in front of the path that led into the old section of the cemetery. Again, what is this mm. old section? Not like, oh, what, it's mysterious. I genuinely don't know if it's <laughs> the church yeah. or a yeah. different part. So, in any case, they try to use Google Maps to get home. This is very recent. This is like 2019, I believe, as well. Yeah. Wow. And at this point, it's now 2.30 in the morning. So, 45 minutes have passed in all this commotion. And as their Google Maps just tell them to follow the path that they're on and they'll get home. And they're passing by ruins of tombstones and morgues. And then things start to get a bit wild. They begin to hear people running through the valley below them. And as they turn around and look down into the valley, about 500 yards behind them, was a pale and blue-white light that was in the shape of a person, but it had no features on its face. Okay. They booked it out of there, and while they were running, <laughs> they heard voices on the hill crying and footsteps behind them getting louder and louder. And the person narrating this in all of this heard their name get called, and they stopped and turned oh they stopped God. and turned around thinking they left someone behind but as they turned around the temperature just dropped according to them by like 40 degrees and they felt a cold prick on their shoulder as if something tapped on their shoulder and then they just turned around again and just got out of there as fast as they could i'm not going to lie uh, I turned the lights off to record this. I'm actually like checking over my shoulder, <laughs> listening to that. Yeah, that's a again that the a lot of a couple of these have talked about that old section of the cemetery that seems to have a lot of this really in, intense experiences. You know that mention of a valley is the the cemetery is next to sort is it is it like a very hilly area is it next to do you know that uh, the, these were the stories that I was um getting in last minute so I didn't I, yeah, I didn't yeah, look yeah. like how the geography of the cemetery was set up cuz yeah I am saying it is like in Schenectady which is a city we'll have to find out we I mean we, we can the there we, is I'm, I'm not even kidding let's find out we'll uh, go there. there is a link to the uh <laughs> location like the actual um yeah. coordinates in the uh in the story no 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 that i linked in the show notes oh yes yes in the show notes yeah sorry. um <laughs> so you, you could click on that link and see the actual coordinates and then you could kind of kind of google maps from there but yeah, yeah so that valley not so sure on but I mean, the uh, cemetery we went to, Sleepy Hollow Cemetery, that's in the middle of a big city, relatively. And there's yeah. like hills and valleys in there. So it's not out of the... Maybe by valley, they just meant like a, a 
not a drastic drop in elevation, but enough where it kind of goes down and back up. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, what is that? Well, I mean, what, what is everything? Yeah, that's, a, there's, from, from there's that, a lot the, happening there. The figure, the, the illuminated figure, featureless figure. Mm-hmm. What is that? The, the voices calling someone's name. That's like, yeah, that you never want to hear. Cause you know, you hear ghost stories, you hear people have interactions with things. And sometimes it's like, it seems like you're just watching something that's almost on a, it's like an echo of something that happened in the past, right? Oh, yeah. You're just picking up, you're, you're watching like oh, a, is that? a scene the stone, replay. Stone tape theory? Yeah. Stone tape. I think that's, a, yeah, that's a, the idea that like, yeah, like emotional events kind of leave a trace and sometimes you can watch them replay, but yeah, not when they call your name and you know chase you or, or you know call at you or whatever that's that that kind of rules that out at least for that experience right that's that's obviously much more personal yeah that's and the narrator didn't say anyone else's name got heard they didn't say anyone else turned around like that it was only them you know what would make that super creepy what if after the fact one of the-, the narrator was like did you guys hear my name called and they they all were like no. I heard my name oh called. Oh my god! Wouldn't that be yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> we should just edit the story so that like, <laughs> you say that that's what happened. Edit the person's experience. Nah, nah. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Aaron, do you have any comments oh, on that scary. one? That, that was there was a lot happening um, there. Well, first, I'd like to say, uh, so Frank, you said you wanted to go and check it out. <laughs> yeah, I'm curious. Uh, you went. Uh, well, you know, there's all these stories like we had some nice stories where it was like oh playful oh we knocked over a glass or oh we threw a chair i don't really i'm not really (laughs) looking forward to getting like scarred and uh, fearing for my life but uh if you guys want to go by all means i think i think starting with you'll stay in the car i have i actually have a story about people driving through the cemetery too okay apparently i won't stay in the car either um, I think West Hall is a good place to start for our <laughs> yeah. field, we'll work our up field investigations. Um, oh, you guys are babies. Okay. Uh, Mr. I'm scared because my lights are off. <laughs> it's, I also have the mirror propped up right next to me. That mirror. I don't, I don't like that mirror. I don't know. But I, I would go to the cemetery. I'm not saying we go at 3 a.m. and start kicking around tombstones and, and digging up graves to, you know, see what oh, happens. Way to but take out all the fun. At the very least, we can go to. <laughs> yeah, at the very least, we can go to figure out the old area. You know, figure out, the, you know, the geography. And again, that old area but, that that's another thing where it could just be like Schenectady people or people that visit might be in the know. It's the thing that like we would have to just ask yeah, like ask, the local people around. about because I throw Aaron through Hell's Gates. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I have no <laughs> idea what like what's if it's a spirit if it's a devil demon i have no idea what would be a bright pale light and you always have that like oh you're saying this like these stories you want you know attention or something why would you make that up and just post it on some rent on some forum online like people are just going to see your post unless you get gratification by people commenting on your post which on this site 
you can't comment. These people, all these stories, people experience something. Definitely. For sure. And we have a few more to go here. So this next one, uh, the individual, uh, they drove four hours to come to the cemetery. Doesn't say where they're from, if, it's, if, they're, even from New, if they're even from New York and just made a four-hour trip. But they drove four hours to go to the cemetery. Um, wow. And next to an angel statue in what they refer to as Section 1. So again, don't know what Section 1 is. It might say on their website. Yeah. On like the Vale Cemetery website. But. Link in the show notes. <laughs> but s- someone was standing next to the statue. And according to the narrator, the statue looked like it had black tears running down its face. So also not wa- oh. not wanting to be rude and like take a picture of the statue with someone next to next to it because it could just be someone mourning. They pretended to take a selfie with the statue, and ended up getting that person in the picture, but only their head was showing. What? I don't know if, what? like, maybe he was accidentally blocking the rest of his body. I feel like that'd be pretty tough to do. And also... Or like a floating yeah, head? Yeah, it was only the head that was there. <laughs> um, And when they looked back, no one was standing near the statue. <laughs> and the narrator's mom came with them. And when they asked if she saw anyone, she said she didn't see anything. And he looks back up to the statue, and there's more black tears running down the angel's face. And then he also says that the eyes seemed wider than before. That I that could be meaningless because how are you gonna are you really gonna know how wide the eyes are? But yeah, that's all for that Still one. Weird. The black tears and just the head. So, are these statues like? In front of, like, or next to, like, graves? Like, is someone buried by the statues? Or is it just, like, places in the cemetery? It never says, I believe, in this story. Um, Let me actually check, because I don't want to get it wrong for you guys. I believe the narrator said that, yes, it was this one. Um... Every gravestone that was around the angel was lying face down and moss was growing over them. So this one was kind of surrounded by gravestones, but they were face down. All the other statues that people describe, it just they say statues. They don't say if it's near the gravestones okay. if it is a gravestone itself or if it's just a statue of an angel just to look nice i'm wondering if the figure that this person saw was the person buried that there? was buried there yeah and that's why the statue is weeping perhaps i mean but. i'm not too well versed in the weeping angel like legend but i don't see why it couldn't be at some point, maybe when the person buried there, if they are a ghost and like roaming around the cemetery, that statue might cry because they're not 
passed on. Yeah. The weeping angel, that means the weeping angel thing isn't necessarily a bad thing, and it is just out of sadness. I found the picture of uh, one of the angels there. If you guys check the Discord channel, I'll put this in the show notes too. Uh, Can you imagine that? This looks more like a metal statue than uh, I was thinking marble. Like stone statues or something like mm-hmm. marble. So I don't know if there are more than this. And this seems to be for a particular person. Yeah. But man, just the image of, of that is creepy, right? Yeah. Oh, that one, yes. There is, um, well, that's like Gabriel. Oh, with the trumpet? Yeah. Yeah, the horn. Again, something also something with uh, taking pictures and weird things happening with pictures here. True. Um, yeah, I'm scanning the picture right now to see if I see anything interesting, but I don't <laughs> think so. All right, our penultimate story. This this one's nice. very nice. Focus. This one's very short, and not so much of a story, but more of a warning. Uh, um, I feel like these are all warnings. True. Now this one is very recent. This was like <laughs> March twenty second of this year. It's like less than a month ago. The person saying this said they went in. To the cemetery and came out uh, with scratches. Oh. They said to not talk to the black figure and just keep walking. <laughs> what? And once again, stay out of the old part of the cemetery. And they mentioned that it is a witching grounds. Again, I don't know if that's related to that witch's circle from before. Oh, my God. So, yeah, that that, that was all for our, uh, that guy's uh, experiences. Came out with scratches. Don't talk to the black figure. Stay out of the old section. Okay, what's up with this old section? I, I don't know. Yeah, I have no idea. Maybe it's, like, cursed. Like, somebody put a curse on it. Something, but... There's too many things for it to be a coincidence. Yeah, there's there multiple people talking about things happening in the old part of the cemetery. Yeah, and multiple mentions of this black figure. True, that's also something that I wanted to note. This guy says, don't, or girl, don't know, says, don't talk to the black figure. There were multiple other stories of people seeing black figures, aside from the one that was pale blue and white. So yeah, is it all the same? Is it just multiple different ones, but they just appear black? I don't know. But now we get in. That's creepy. We get into our final story of the night, and this one has also a lot going on, similar to the. Uh, the one with the group of friends walking around late at night. Now, this group of friends, they're according to the narrator, they were, were looking for a paranormal thrill. And honestly, I think we should call this the, the mystery machine story because they're driving in the cemetery. So it's Scoop, we got Scooby <laughs> and the gang here. So as they're driving through, they pass by some gravestones and see a head peep out from behind one of them, but no, thank but you. But receded back, and what the narrators think when it noticed that they saw it, it put its head back behind the tombstone. 
They turned back. D- did they describe what it looks like at all? No, that it was just a head peeping out from behind one of them. Oh, man. They turned back to check to see what it was, but there was nothing there, nothing nearby, nothing behind the gravestone. And apparently, while they were doing this, I don't know which tombstone, but one of them began excreting blood. Oh, my God. Oh, what? And then this old, this old section again. They couldn't even make it to the entrance of the old section of the cemetery before, quote, hearing a child's breath and rustling in the bushes. I don't know what he in their car. I don't know if at this point, I don't know if they're out of the car or not. They started driving into the cemetery, but it doesn't say the only time they got out that is said or implied is when they went to check to see if there was anything behind the tombstone. Hmm. Other than that, I don't know if they're driving still or if they're walking. And to make matters worse, one of the friends claimed to see a little girl with bloodshot red eyes standing near a tombstone. And at that, and at okay, that point, the they got the hell out of there. Seems like they got the thrill they were looking for. There is one good thing that came out of the story, though. Apparently, Vale Cemetery is a great Pokemon spawn spot. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Aaron. A bunch of ghost-type Pokemon. And that's it for tonight. Low-hanging fruit, Aaron. Those are wow. all of the anecdotal stories of Vale Cemetery that I had for this evening. I think a place like this would benefit a lot from talking to locals because they probably know it better. Yeah, I'll, I'm willing to just take people's word for what they experience personally. You don't want to see little kids with bloodshot eyes calling your name? No. Do you? No. Okay. No, Aaron, be like, be real. Say we go there, we see something crazy like that. So what? We get a great story out of it. Worst case scenario, we get freaked out for a few days, a few nights. But like, what's it going to do? Like, Follow you know, us home? I mean... Follow, Spirits yeah, have been known po- to follow people. Not me. Oh, not you? <laughs> not You're me. built different? My bad. I'm built different. I'm built different. But I mean, like, th- think about it, right? People see scary, scary things, and they still live. They put, they post the story online. They post the story on, on, on in the places Nick reads, you know? They, they didn't, uh, you know, they, they continue with their life. So would it be the worst thing to see something terrifying in the cemetery at midnight? On Wednesday? I will say, surprisingly... No stories of Ouija boards. Like people going yeah. and doing yeah, one there? No, All right, let's be the first. No comments in any of the places <laughs> I read that had any reference to a Ouija board. I mean, I feel like seeing things, you know, you don't really need to, like, you know, act out like, oh, we're hearing them say something over the board when you can literally see them and he- apparently hear them well, no, say your name. What I mean with that is that a lot of the time people will like do their ouija board sessions in a cemetery for the people that want to do those things and it's not necessarily that it's like oh these all these stories people already saw the things when you're using the ouija board you you know it's more likely probably that something will happen 
You're asking yeah, for it. You're inviting yeah, it in. You're, you're actually asking for it. You know. Well, that's what I mean. I'm like, I'm surprised there was nothing about anyone bringing a Ouija board in. Yeah, it seems like Ouija boards have definitely had their they've, their heyday. Yeah, they've fallen out of fashion. They fell off. They because fell off. they yeah they really fell off. Maybe it's a good thing. Maybe it's a bad thing. Probably a good thing. Probably. But that's yeah more towards the end there. I, I'm starting to see Aaron's point. Yeah. Oh. I still think there'd be some value in going there during the day and just seeing the places we heard these stories about. Of course. You know, it's safer during the day. But that'd be very interesting. Um, Come across locals and ask or, you know, maybe look into some. It's probably like it's connected to the historical society. Oh, that, for sure. You know, maybe they have stuff on it too or, or are good contacts to talk to. But those are those are some great stories, Nick. That's Those, uh, those gave me the creeps. Good. That's the whole point. I will say. Yeah, especially towards the end, once you were like, oh, now we're going to get into the more disturbing stuff. Got to save really, the best for uh, last. True. You you really uh, got me going there with all the, the uh, more uh, violent, I guess, spirits or hauntings, whatever you want to call them, whatever they are. That's all for tonight. Check out the show notes and all references used via the link in the description. We hope you enjoyed the show. We'll see you next Wednesday at 9 p.m. Sixty-six, sixty-nine, sixty-nine, eighty-seven, sixty-five, eighty-two, sixty-nine.